You're listening to the Colts Blue Zone Podcast. Interior pressure on a quarterback, I mean, especially nowadays, is everything. Um, you know, it's obviously a passing league. And, you know, having that constant pressure coming up the middle, uh, you know, especially with, uh, I mean, bigger, taller guys, I guess, um, you know, it, it shows that presence up front and it forces quarterbacks to kind of, you know, um, even if the guys aren't getting there, you know, kind of put a little air under their ball a little bit more or, you know what I mean, they can't really see, through, you know, through the middle and the, and the throwing lanes and things like that. And also, I mean, it, it forces the quarterback to step back, which helps out your edge rushers, you know, coming around the corner. And at the same time, it also helps, you know, with the when the edge rushers are going, they're forcing the quarterback up the middle, right up into you. So, I mean, you're you're closing the pocket from the inside and in the out. So it's it's very beneficial. Just a quick follow up. Again, quarterbacks love to step up, like you said. Mm-hmm. Do you notice they get rattled, or I mean, they they start looking around when they can't do what they like to do? Oh, definitely. I mean, you see quarterbacks get flustered. Um, when, when they aren't able to step up into the pocket and they know that they have, you know, especially when there are, you know, really savvy uh, defensive ends coming around the corner like Justin. And, um, you know, it just, it, it, it kind of, you know, takes away, you know, their confidence and where they want to throw the ball and things like that. And things start speeding up in their head, you know, on timing wise. Thank you. Phil B. Hi, DeForest. Thank you for your time. Uh, this is kind of two-parter, really, but I'm wondering if there's anything to having to adjust from the NFC to the AFC, and maybe more specifically, um, how much do you study guys you'll be lined up against when that starts, and how much do you study quarterbacks that maybe you haven't seen in a while? Yeah, um, I don't think there's a difference between the AFC, NFC. I mean, it's all it's all ball to me. Uh, you know, it's you know you line up. You play. I mean, it's it's football. Everything's football. Uh, but I, I mean, constantly. I mean, throughout the the off season, I've been you know on the iPad watching some games from last year. Um, you know, especially against the you know division rivals. You know, games against Tennessee. You know, Jacksonville, Houston, and and things like that. And also, I mean, actually coming into this year, um, you know, we play some of the same opponents I played last year. You know, Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Uh, the Bengals and Cleveland. And so, um, you know, I, just, I have film, you know, myself going against those teams uh, last year as well. So um, it's, you know, it's just things that you constantly got to do on, you know, on your downtime, um, you know, watching film and studying your opponent and also other quarterbacks. And um, I mean, coming from, you know, uh, the NFC West, um, you know, you got mobile quarterbacks like Russell Wilson, uh, Kyler Murray. Um, uh, who else? Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, you know, mobile quarterbacks like those guys, um, you know, coming into this conference with, you know, guys like Deshaun Watson, you know, who's also a really good mobile quarterback. I mean, kind of, you know, I'm kind of coming into the same situation, I guess. So you've already got the book on Lamar Jackson then, right? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you have a spy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Joel Erickson. Uh DeForest, forgive me if I if I word this uh, incorrectly, but do, do you do you uh, do you ever feel like you're you're slept on a little bit just in terms of what you've accomplished? Yeah. How much your name's talked about? Yeah, man, it's it, that's been my entire career though. You know, um, every year I come in and I play with a chip on my shoulder. Um, you know what I mean? Even if the recognition doesn't come, um, you know, I I let my play you know speak for itself. Um, you know, I I mean I put up the numbers. 
um, over the past couple, you know, couple of years. And, um, you know, I, I mean, I, I mean, I do believe I'm, you know, I've slept on and, you know, uh, it's, it's all good. I mean, it, it, you know, it just feels a fire for me. Um, you know, it keeps me on my toes, you know, it keeps me motivated, you know, to, to, you know, really get my name out there, you know, prove myself in this league. And um, honestly, it's only benefited me. So. Ken Sterling. Hey, DeForest, uh, I apologize in advance. This is kind of an existential question. Um, how difficult has it been for you to get where you are right now? Um, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, difficult wise, I mean, it's just a, I would say it's just a consistency, you know what I mean? Day in and day out, uh, putting in the work. Um, you know, with anything you do, I mean, it's going to be difficult to where you want to be. And um, for me, it was just putting, making sure I put in that work every day. Um, you know, when I come into work, um, you know, having the right attitude um, and, and also, you know, just making sure I get something done, you know, something that, I, you know, I need to get better. My mentality is I need to get better at, you know, little things, whatever I choose to do, whatever it is, hand placement, um, you know, or, uh, you know, taking care of my body, just, just little things every day that I need to do to, to get to where I want to be. And I'm um, having that mentality, you know, and staying on myself, you know, consistently, you know, reminding myself to make sure I do something that benefits me in the long run. Um, you know, that's been the hardest part, you know what I mean? And being your, your strongest um, critic and, uh, you know, having that mentality has helped me get to where I am today. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Andrew Walker. Ed Forst, um, I remember you saying Justin Houston was a name that came up when you were talking to former teammates with the 49ers and, and you knew you were coming to Indy. Um, obviously, you're yet to put the pads on. Um, have you gotten a good idea how he kind of operates on the field as a teammate? Um, what were you told about him kind of coming in and uh, what have you learned about him? Because he just kind of seems like one of those quiet dudes off the field that is a completely different guy on the field. Yeah, no, um, uh, obviously last year, you know, with, with D, um, you know, he used to talk about Justin a lot. Um, Cause he's learned a lot from him and um, you know, you know, him being his, you know, kind of his mentor out there in KC. And uh, you know, he's, you know, he just told me, you know, it's one of those guys that you got to, you know, watch closely, um, you know, just the, the way he holds himself, you know, on and off the field and the way he approaches the game. Um, and, you know, obviously he's a, he's a great mentor and he, he can teach guys, you know, little things. And also you can see it on the field, you know, um, uh, just even when we're coming off to the side, you know what I mean? You know, just looking at, um, you know, he's showing everybody what he sees and, you know, what he's anticipating and little things like that, even in the meeting room when we're watching film. So um, I'm excited to be able to work with him, you know, this year and the years to come because, um, you know, he's obviously he's done it at a high level for a very long time. And, um, you know, he's just one of those guys you got to constantly pick their brain. Kevin Bowen. Hey, DeForest, thanks for the time. Um, obviously, I, I assume the the team goal remains the same for you, but from an individual goal standpoint, are you an individual goal guy? And if so, what are some of those goals for you this season? Yeah. Um, I mean, I kind of have my, you know, my, my yearly goals. I mean, um, you know, as a D lineman, I mean, you're always striving to, you know, for the sack record. I mean, that's always, that's always, uh, I mean, if you play D line and that's not your goal, I mean, I don't know. I don't know why you play D line. Uh, and then also, I mean, first team all pro, I mean, I got second team last year. Um, you know, I want to I want to make it uh, first team all pro. Um, and also, obviously, I want to be a pro bowler um, the last two years. Uh, you know, I wasn't I mean, I made it in 18, um, but I made it as an alternate. And, you know, I, I want to be, you know, 
I want to be selected. So um, those are some, you know, personal goals of mine. And obviously my, you know, for the team, I mean, I want to win the Super Bowl. Um, coming in, you know, I mean, being short last year, um, obviously left a bad taste in my mouth. And, you know, to, to you know, to, to play at that, you know, in that game, uh, obviously not a lot of guys are able to make it to that game in their career. But also when you get there, you got to make it count. And, you know, I, I wasn't able to make it count last year. So, um, you know, I feel like we have the team to do it. And, you know, we just got to get it done. Greg Doyle. Hi, DeForest. Um, so your first impressions of two players, please. First one, Darius Leonard. What's it like? You're in the locker room with the Maniac. What's that like? <laughs> yeah, man. Darius, I mean, Darius is an awesome dude. Uh, you know what I mean? His personality, um, you know, the, his, his approach, you know, to the game. You know what I mean? He's having fun. You know what I mean? Every day, every time you come into the locker room, you know, early in the morning till when you leave. I mean, he's the same person. You know what I mean? He's you know, he's energetic, you know, he's that, you know, he's that energy that you need, you know, on a daily basis. And um, he brings it every day. And um, that's what I, that's what I love about him. You know what I mean? He, he you know, he practices what he preaches. Um, you know, he's just an awesome teammate all around. So um, I'm excited to be able to play with the maniac on the field, man. Well, more thing about him, and I got a follow up, so don't take it from me, Conti. Um, he's talked a lot about what he thinks you're going to do for him, um, you know, your presence and all that. And what, what's he going to do for you? Or what are you going to do for him? Or both? Yeah, no, no, yeah. I mean, I feel like it work, works hand in hand. Um, you know what I mean? When you, when you, I mean, when you turn on the Colts uh, um, film, uh, I mean, I mean, especially, well, not from last year, but, I mean, with me being in there and him in the backfield, I mean, in the secondary, I mean, it's going to be hard, especially um, scheming up runs and everything. I mean, you know, how long does your guard want to hold on a double team against me? And, but you know what I mean? You have, you know, Darius behind me, you know what I mean? He, he needs to get off of me to get to Darius because Darius is running like a madman, side to sideline to sideline. So it's going to be hard, you know, for offenses to kind of game plan against, you know, me up front and him on the back end, you know, when, how long you want guys to hold up blocks against me or, you know, vice versa. So it's going to be very, you know, it's going to be very hard for guys to scheme, you know, scheme up runs, little things like that. And also obviously, you know, when we're bringing pressure, um, you know, him, Coming, uh, I mean Kenny Moore uh, from the nickel. I mean, and, and then we got the guys up front. So it's going to be very hard for teams to scheme up who they want to block. And that was my next guy is Kenny Moore. Um, he's kind of a terror, mm -hmm. but he's about that big. So what's a you know your first time you see him in person? What's that like? And what do you think of him? Yeah, I mean lightning in a bottle. That's what everybody calls him. And uh, you know what I mean. He, I mean you can just see um, on the field. You know, even through walkthroughs, um, the way he, you know attacks on blitzes and everything when we're going through the walkthroughs and pressures and everything, you know, it's kind of almost like a live rep for him. You know what I mean? And he wants, you know, he wants to make sure it's, it's right. So when it comes to game time and the bullets are flying, you know, he's in the right position to win. And uh, it's, it's just amazing to see, you know, his, I know I can tell, you know, the chip that he plays on his shoulder being an undrafted guy. And um, honestly, I, I think it was, I mean, a great pickup, you know, for the Colts, obviously the past couple of years, having a nickel like him. Okay, hey, say hi to Big George for me, if you don't mind. I will. Okay. We'll do two more questions, Stephen Holder and then Lara. Hey, before, how you doing? Um, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, even before you got here, um, you hear the coaches, and I've heard Chris Ballard talk about the, the three technique and just how important it is in this particular scheme. Everybody, it's important for everybody, but, but particularly the style of defense you play. Um, what have you learned about the role of, of your – position in this defense and what kind of responsibility is that because I mean they say it all starts with 
with your position. Um, just can you fill us in on just why it's so important and, and what that responsibility is like? Yeah, um, obviously in the run game, um, the three technique, uh, you know, you want to get, you want a guy that can attack and get penetration up front, um, you know, kind of like set the edge from the three technique, you know, to, you know, kind of um, force, you know, the, the running back to stop his feet. Um, also, you know, taking on those double teams. Uh, and also, I mean, in the past game, you know, getting those one-on-one opportunities, you got to make them count. And so um, I just feel like uh, I bring all those intended, you know, all those aspects to the game to, you know, what you require in a three technique. I feel like I bring it, um, you know, to this defense. And, um, you know, that's what I've done the past couple of years with the Niners. And I just, I feel like I'm stepping into the same role. And, um, you know, that's what, you know, made this trade so easy for me, you know what I mean? And um, I'm just excited to be able to be a part of it. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm just glad that, you know, it was just perfect timing to where, you know, the team was looking for a guy, you know, that stressed those needs um, you know, from, from last year. So um, just being able to have the opportunity to be a part of this team and this young defense, I mean, I, I'm excited, man. I mean, it's, it's crazy how much talent we have, you know, you know, on defense, but also in our defensive line room. And, you know, being able to work with those guys, um, it's going to be very exciting this year. Last question, Lara. DeForest, I know it's still early. You guys haven't gotten up to necessarily full speed with things, but are you getting a sense or what sense have you gotten at what these battles with the offensive line are going to look like in particular without the preseason game, some of those matchups going head to head with guys like Quentin Nelson and how beneficial that's going to be? Yeah, it's going to be very beneficial, um, you know, for both, for both sides. Um, you know, that it, it is like that, you know, anywhere you go, honestly. Um, you know, you want, you want to go against the best. And, you know, obviously um, we have the best O-line, you know, in the league. And uh, to be able to go against, you know, guys like, like Quinn, um, it's going to be a great opportunity for not only me, but also the other guys, you know, uh, in the room. Uh, being able to go against the best every day, um, you know, when you go to the game, it's going to be easy for you. And, uh, you know, I feel like it's vice versa. You know what I mean? Be being able to give him, you know, I mean, there's not a, like, a lot of guys that, that are like me. You know what I mean? Um, you know, big, lank, lanky, um, you know, powerful, and can also show a little quickness. So it's going to be a, a mixture of things that I can give the offensive line, you know what I mean, different looks at. And, you know, to, to really approach, you know, come to the I, – I hope I make their jobs easier come game day, you know, vice versa. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, you know, being able to go against them all year. Uh, you know what I mean? It's, you know, all you want to do is get better. And I feel like that's what we're going to do throughout the season. Xavier, thanks for your time today. Curious who stood out in the meeting rooms and on the field so far defensively. Uh, it's just been walkthroughs, you know, we've just been, just been trying to learn everything. You know, most things I've been trying to just trying to get the playbook down pat and, um, try to get start starting with the guys, you know, but one player that's been working with me a lot is Rock. Uh been pick trying to pick my brain and uh understand a lot of concept route concepts and technique wise. Zach Kiefer. Hey Xavier, I'm curious, yeah I know you haven't played practice, all that stuff yet, but What's the difference between this scheme and the scheme you came from in terms of what the cornerback does and how much of a change will that be and how much will it be very similar? Um, the concept, I'm, the defensive concept I came from is more man concept. And on this one is more zone, eyes to the quarterback in some plays. So that's going to be the main difference for me is uh, being able to play looking at the quarterback rather than looking at the man. Do you like that? 
I mean, his defense, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's so much easier, I'll tell you that. Like Chapel? Yeah, Xavier, a little bit outside the box, but uh, what's your reaction when you hear that there's a good chance there won't be any college football this fall? Okay. What is your what is your reaction when you hear that there might not be any college football this fall? Um, I just I mean, I, honestly, playing college football is, is a big deal. You know, a lot of people love college football, and um, it's a lot of alumni. Like, I love to see Florida State play again, and I know it's a lot of other fans that love to see their school who they went to and graduated from play. A quick follow up. How much, again, with all that the NFL's done to allow you guys to practice, get in the building, are you confident you guys can carry this thing through January, February, and actually play? I mean, at this very moment, I believe so, but time will tell. You know, you never know what may happen. So right now, we just we just going through it, and then we just going to see how, how it goes from here and out. Thank you. Bill Erickson? Have you, uh, have you ever played in a scheme like this that's a little more zone, or have you always kind of been man-to-man? Uh, um, more man-to-man type concepts. Um, but but obviously, I mean, you guys mix some, so you said you feel comfortable in it. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, I mean, every every defensive coordinator, every defensive coach is pretty different. They always had they spend to different things. It's up to the player to, to, to work at it and, and get used to it and learning new techniques, you know, you won't learn everything within a day. You got to go home and keep focusing and um, looking at the techniques and looking over your notes. And that's how eventually you become, you'll get better at it. Steven Holder. Hey, Xavier, how you doing? Um, I know, um, you know when you're playing man, I know you're still playing, you know, within 11 man system and everybody works together. But you can kind of be on an island a little bit, you know. In this system, do you like the fact that it is very, um, you know, sort of a, a very team-oriented system? Like everybody has to do their part. It feels like, at least from talking to Coach Eberflus, um, have you gotten that sense? And, and do you like that? This fact that you're you're sort of more a cohesive unit in this style. Honestly, honestly, no matter what type of scheme you run, a scheme you play, it always depends on the team, you know, if you by yourself on the island, you need to rush to get there so the ball get to get out fast so you can react to the pass or, you know, you need to cover the guys a lot faster so the rush can get there. So it's always a hand-to-hand no matter what scheme you're in. Do you have, do you, have um, do you feel like there was, there's maybe more help in this system or is that maybe not the case? I, I'm just asking, I don't know. Oh, you, you want about the help part of things. No, 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 no. I, that's a different, I'm just asking a separate question. Yeah. Oh, um, like it's going to be plays. I mean, in defense and scheme, every defense have their way of <clears throat> helping and having a corner on the island. You know, every defense, every defensive coordinator have that type of cause, and we're going to do both. You know, where I was coming from, they was able to do both too. So um, you just got to know where your help at and, and, and know if you're on the island or not. We'll do three more. Phil B. Xavier, thanks for your time. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the reputation for being a very physical tackler. 
I'm wondering, uh, I, 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 I'm glad you smiled. I hope that's acknowledgement. Um, you take pride in setting that physical tone. Do you have, do you think you have a well-earned reputation of, of being physical and not just a cover guy? I mean, my play is physical, you know, so I'm not only going to cover in a physical way, but I'm also tackling the physical way. And the defensive schemes I've been playing on, especially this one and the one I did before, corners had to tackle. We had to come down and um, <clears throat> replace the crack from the um, receiver cracking the, um, the safety or the Sam. So we had to become linebackers. I was in the box. You know, it's going to be times, oh, you're going to see me in the box here. So it's like – it's going to be a time when I'm going to have to be, I'm going to have to be physical and play as a linebacker or come down and shake the eggs to the run. You like that? I mean, you have no choice, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you have no choice but to do it, you know, uh, in certain in schemes of defense, you know, you just got to go do it. You got to do your job and not complain about it. Just go down and just make the tackle. Thank you. Larry Overton. Xavier, I know it's been limited just walkthroughs to this point, but the time that you were able to have in the offseason working with Anthony Walker down in South Florida, how do you see that uh, paying dividends now? And then what was most beneficial, not only for you, but also maybe for Anthony in that time that you guys did have to work with one another? Oh, man, the, uh, the bond. I mean, we, was, we was bonding a lot over the offseason. Uh, he was teaching me the little details of the defense, what I need to look out for and, uh, and certain formation, certain motions, and um, what checks the coaches love, what what defense the coaches like to be in, and certain down the distances. So he was teaching me all the details of the things I needed to know. So once I get here, I can it could be an easy, smooth, I mean, easy transition for me. Have you felt like it's been a smooth transition? Yeah, transition? it has. It has. It has. Yeah. Okay, last question, George Bremer. Xavier, uh, I know Philip Rivers kind of mentioned that this offseason kind of got more energized. He had to go back into his notebooks for the first time, watch film to learn a new system. Do you have any sense of that? Is there a little bit of energy from from learning a, a new style? Yeah, it's a lot of energy. It's a lot of anxiety and everything. But um, just learning a new system. And, and also it brings a lot of um, karate, a lot of teamwork, because not only that, you learn a new system, then your, your teammates come and teach you the things and the technique you need to know. And by that happening, you know, we coming together to, to help one, you know, so by, by helping one, we helping all. So we all can be on one page. That's one thing I love about it. Those guys coming and helping me out, understand the defense, how they wanted to be ran. So um, I'm coming into their defense to learn the things they have already learned previous. Sure. How you doing, Jack? Hey, doing good. Hey, question, you guys, everybody likes routine. You like to know what you're doing, when you're doing it, and I'm sure you had the same routine on game day. Your career has kind of shown you that you need to be able to adjust. I mean, from Tennessee to Indy to playing to kidney to all this, how do you balance routine with sometimes you just never know when you have to adjust? Yeah, um, that's a good question. It, it, it's been – that's been my – all of our lives, I'm sure, the past whatever months. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's been tough, but but trying to keep a, a normal routine as much as possible. Um, again, starting back way back in April when we're supposed to be coming in here for um, for spring ball, for spring ball and OTAs and stuff, and and then, and then that, and then doing the Zoom meetings and and finding a new routine in that, and and then, and then finding a new routine um, in the summer, finding a new routine in in how we're doing. Um, um, training camp right now. Um, it, it's just what it is. And, um, 
and, and it's been different, but but it's been good. And, and credit to our coaches and and our staff of 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 keeping it um, as close to normal as they could. Um, and and we're, we're we've been able to get a ton of work in. Thanks, Jack. Phil B. Hey, Jack. Thank you for your time, sir. Um, yeah. Thanks. You, uh, you've always taken pride in your blocking. And uh, I know there was a time when maybe there was a nickname, you were the jack of all trades, but uh, you combine that blocking with, with, you know, being a good pass catcher. I'm wondering what you thought when Jonathan Taylor was drafted and, and Roosevelt Nix is, is added to the roster and you're thinking, gee, I, my big boy pads better be ready because I think they might want to block on the edge a little more this year. Yeah, I, I love blocking. Um, I'm super excited to have have Jonathan, and and then I've, I'm and obviously Rosie. Rosie's locker is right next to mine, so I've, I've got to talk to him a bunch. And 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 going against him uh, back in the day versus Steelers um, when he was he's a good special teams player for them. Um, and, and talking to him, and I'm really excited about uh, about not what he's not only what he's going to bring to our special teams, but what definitely what he's going to bring to our offense. Uh, and, and, and having a true fullback, and and how that you know teams defenses don't see that a lot anymore, and they don't now they got to spend time working on that against us, and and adds a whole new dimension to our run game. Um, so really excited about that, and, and Jonathan's a great guy, and and really excited to see him him get going once we we start getting these uh, the, uh, practicing against the defense here in the next couple of days. In your opinion, what makes a good blocker? Um, the first thing I, I always tell people, especially as a tight end, is want to. You gotta want to do it, and uh, if you want to do it, you're you're on the right track, and, you, and you'll uh, and then you and then you start working on the techniques and and, and getting coached up and and just trying to get better uh, a little bit every day. Thank you, Jack. Ken Bowen. What's up, Jack? Um, Thank you. I'm sure a big part of your off season, or at least part of it, has been learning to catch balls from Philip. As a pass catcher, like what are you looking for in those sessions? Like, is there kind of a learning curve at all? And could you describe maybe how the ball comes out of Phillip's hand? Yeah, um, yeah, I guess a little bit, a little bit of a learning curve, just um, more so. Um, not so much when you know we're just throwing out there on air, but that comes up more when you know even we've been doing these walkthroughs and we're kind of you know going a little faster than we normally would in a normal walkthrough, and and just seeing how he. He sees the defense, what he wants you to do in, in certain situations. He's kind of pick his brain in that sense. Um, and he, he he's a great quarterback, you know. And the, some of the things I've, I've always noticed about great quarterbacks is they they know your problems as a receiver or as a tight end. Um, and they they make your job easier um, in, in ball placement and, and you know, the, the velocity on the ball and all different types of things that they – they have seen and done so many times. Um, so yeah, it's been great. It's been great getting to know Philip through through the summer, and, and then you know spend more time with him here here in the beginning of training camp. And um, excited to get going for real. Stephen Holder. Hey Jack, how's it going? Hey Stephen. Uh, hey, uh, we we know that you've been with Frank a couple of years now, so you know you you know that there's an emphasis on the tight end and the system that you guys run, but I'm wondering if you could speak to a couple things. Number one, uh, in what ways does this system really kind of accentuate what you guys do? Um, you know, like just specific ways that like fans could understand. And then 
Um, the other thing is just Philip, and I, I know he's he's had some success with tight ends too. And just how much do you know about that, and and has that come up in conversation with him or or workouts? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, with with the system, um, kind of the first part of your question, um, it's just great for tight ends. They put a lot of a lot of trust in us, um, a lot of responsibility, um, and, and asked to do a lot of different things, um, and asked to do things that you do well. That's that's as a sign of a great coach is, is putting you in situations where you are have the best chance to be successful, and, and that's that's what that's what Frank and, and Nick and the whole staff do on offense, and and and, and getting to know Philip, and, and and obviously knowing his uh, his love for tight ends and his past it has been great getting to know him, and and you know myself and Trey and and Mo and and all the other guys being able to pick his brain and. And, and see how he sees things and see some old film on him um, and how a tight end ran a certain route and, and what he liked about it um, uh, has been great. And like I said, just it's just been it's, it's a long build up for for some for some live competition practices that, that are coming soon that uh, I know that whole locker room's excited about. Mike Wells. Hey, Jack, how you doing, man? Hey, Mike. Hey, um, you know, along the lines with Philip, but now that you've been in the building with him and just interacted with him, how would you describe his personality? Costanzo uh, was saying he's kind of, you know, kind of that, uh, you know, six, you know, junior high guy as far as energetic and just loving the game and stuff. Yeah, that's that's a good description by AC there. Um, he's just fun. He he just loves football. He. Um, he is, uh, uh, like you said, uh, AC described him as a middle school kid. He's just a middle school kid who wants to play football. Um, what I've been so impressed with is, is how, how much he cares about getting to know his teammates, not just the offensive guys or guys he's going to be throwing the ball to or guys that are going to be blocking for him. He's, he's interacting with, with the defense a ton. And, and, you know, if it's, you know, playing cornhole in, in the locker room or things like that, you know, it just, just wants to get to know his teammates and wants to be a good teammate. And, and uh, and that's been that's been really cool to see, and uh, and it makes a guy fun to play with. How 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 contagious can that be inside of a locker room, especially when you have it's a new face and you know playing arguably the most important position on the roster. Yeah, for sure, it's huge. I I really do believe that just just seeing him interact with guys and and, and guys you know building a relationship with them, um, you know that that that's huge when it comes to to, to football and how much of a team game football is. Um, and it, it, like I said, it's been cool to see. Go two more questions, Joel Erickson. Jack, uh, after uh, after what you went through two years ago, what what did it mean just to kind of just play every game last year and and get back to being? I mean, you you'd always been so durable before. What did it mean to to do it and get back to it? Yeah, um, it was you know it was truly my only goal going into the season. Um, was just be available. Um, so yeah, it, it was it was really cool to do, um, and uh, ready to go do it again. <laughs> um, just you know, just just want to be there for the teammates. Um, you know, some things are obviously out of out of your control, but uh, but just want to be out there. I I, I love football, um, and, uh, and and love you know playing with my team. So um, so yeah, just uh, it, it was it was a good feeling, and uh, excited to keep moving forward with it. Had you had you ever gone into a season before with thinking that thinking that was your goal, or was that kind of a new thing to have to worry about? Yeah, it was definitely you know in my NFL career was definitely the first time I've been through um, 
you know, a, a season-ending injury. Um, and, and so it was different. It was a different offseason, different, you know, summer, different training camp. It was, everything was different about it. Um, um, but, yeah, I, I guess, yeah, it was, it was definitely a, a, a new thing to me. The last question, George Brammer. Hey, Jack, thanks for your time. Uh, I'm wondering with all the new pieces on offense, is there more focus on details right now? Do you have to be even more locked in in the short time that you have uh, in this training camp and with no preseason games? Yeah, definitely. Um, um, You know, we've done a great job through the spring um, just having those Zoom meetings. We were able to go through a ton of details of of route concepts and, 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 and route details and run game details and, you know, pass pro D, everything, you know. Um, so that was great, and, and that was again a credit to our coaches who, who did a great job in running, in running our spring program. Um, but yeah, you know, whenever you get a, you know, whenever you get a quarterback who's, who's played a lot of football um, and, and has the ability to, um, you know, change things at the line of scrimmage and, and get in an optimal place, um, you definitely got to be, you got to be on your details um, every snap um, because it could, you know, the play could change like that and set hut, you got to be ready to go. So. Uh, so yeah, in that aspect, definitely.